The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. So the first discussion items are going to be the city council goals and priorities. Um, do you, Cheryl, want to go over it? Okay. So basically, in terms of the format, I took the um, the values that had been previously identified, and then created a space for um, everyone to offer any um, objectives or performance measures that you want to see associated with each of those values or goals. So the first one was um, transparent, open and honest government. Um, and in response, we received improved communications with residents and local businesses, build communication measures with residents and local businesses and correct past misunderstanding where possible. So I didn't know if any of you wanted to discuss those or even um, offer any additional thoughts you had in those areas. So are, are you working? Are you working from the updated document, or because there was there's three more in there? So maybe I'm not. I'm doing the one that you just put in the um, in the chat. Is that, that was the original one. And so which one are you talking about, Bruce? If you could drop it in the, the chat so we can- the, the one, I can't. Um, the one that Ian, uh, Ian Ian added his updates to my updates and then Cheryl emailed it out to everybody. That's that's the so, latest and greatest. Okay, so, so that's not truly, okay. So the original had the improved communications with residents and local businesses, develop effective document management and paperless processes improve website design to make info more easily accessible, do more town halls, and build communication measures with residents and local businesses. One that I have from Ian is that's all I have. It's the okay. same thing. I didn't realize, because I thought he was just adding to the existing document and it looks like that may not happen. I thought okay. that's what I did, but yeah. Well, the one the one that you sent out sent out in the email uh, from Ian has everything you just said in it, right? But it so so it looks like Ian, so because I took your original, I added mine, and then Ian added his to mine. Okay. So it is. So the one that Ian sent is the compiled one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. I thought for some reason something was missing. Okay. And that's what's in the link, right? No. Okay. I didn't update the link. Okay. I'll just close this one. Hey, Salim's out of town, by the way. Okay. Has anyone heard from Donna? Yes, we have. She's excused. How's she doing? Uh, I don't know. She talked to... Um to uh, Cheryl. Okay. <clears throat> did you actually talk to her or did she just say that she wasn't, that she was still having I issues? I received a message that um, she was still under doctor's care. Okay.
So I'm going to step out on the wild side and up <laughs> to the share the documents. If I can find it. You're fine. I mean, if it's going to cause an issue, just to, so we can um, move this on. Okay. Well, here I can e I can email it to everybody because I've got it right okay. here. All right. I asked from the beginning if you could share. Like I, I, I'm on Kelly. I'm on an iPad, so I. That's what, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. So we can just move on. So we can just move ahead. So you guys are like a married couple. <laughs> <laughs> so looking at some of the things, the comments that we received, some of them are related to communications. Um, with residents and local businesses. So I, so what did you have in mind above and beyond what we're already doing? Is that for me? Any of you. Um, okay, wait a minute. I'm, I have opened this five times. Now they all popped up. Okay, now I'm back. I'm waiting for Bruce's email. It's coming right now. Uh, for the first one, that's transparent, open, and honest government. Um, is improve communications with residents and local business, build communication measures with residents and local businesses, correct past misunderstandings where possible, develop effective document management and paperless processes, improve website design to make info more accessible, do more town halls. So the most important one from what I see is do more town halls. Is that, am I reading this right? No, I think that's the, I think one was highest priority, right? Well, that was what your individual assessments. Now you have to come to your group assessment. So I'm asking, what's the numbers though? So is it the one was the highest or three was the highest? One should be the highest. Okay. So for the first one, that would be correct past misunderstandings were possible. What does that look like? Hmm. Let's see. <clears throat> I'm gonna step, I'm gonna step back for one second before we answer that question. So <laughs> Cheryl, are these Ian's rankings or are these a compilation of rankings? It's a compilation. The ones in black are the ones that I suggested. You can even reject those, but just to give you some ideas, the ones in the brownish red are from Bruce Cantor, and the ones in the brighter red are from Ian Ferguson. Other other way around, the brighter other, red, yeah. brighter red, other way around. Okay. Yeah. Right. So 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 basically, the rankings that are off on the right hand side are meaningless at this right. point. Yeah, okay. they are because I just put two, I just put numbers there because not right. knowing. So that's what that's was yours. Right. Okay. So what 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 is what is our goal here to pick out the the to, to rank these or to pick out the, the most important ones? Right. So in theory, what we were trying to do is identify what do we need to be addressing in the coming year or years, and then who's responsible. Some of it may even be for council to do, some of it may be for staff to do, but we need to know what your priorities are. And then we can try to align those priorities with what we incorporate in the budget. So as I was saying, and in, in going with that, try to make sure, I don't think for me personally, that I can make a decision on what we should have or what we can use or give my opinion on it if I don't understand the, the statement. Mm -hmm. 
So that's why starting back from the beginning is what do you mean by correct past understanding? What does that look like for correct past misunderstandings were possible? Okay, so I guess that ball is in my court. So I guess the the I'd, bullet number two and three is what I added, right? So build communication measures with residents and local businesses, right? So um, what are we doing? Well, I should ask the question, what are we doing now to build that? So I'm asking the question first, where I ask, <laughs> what correct past misunderstandings were possible means? What, is, okay. what does that look like? Okay, so the past misunderstandings, and I think we should just talk about the um, the 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 dance troupe that used to be in the city. Okay, so there was a some level of misunderstanding or communication issue where either it wasn't resolved correctly or it was resolved, but the other half of the party felt that you know they were not either not heard or or not uh, communicated consistently because they showed that on one of our um, council um, Zoom calls, right? Uh -huh. So that's, that's the case with everything we do. Right. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's true. What so that, is yeah. it a, That's so, my question though. But what that's, does it look but, like for, because that wasn't, we, how would we as a council be able to satisfactorily or satisfy every misunderstanding, which is really not a mis that's not necessarily a misunderstanding. It's not what you wanted to hear. There's two different, there's two right. different things to that. Right. Great, great, great example of that was the recent uh, town hall that we did for the capital improvement bond. I mean, it was we had we or not town hall, it was a council meeting where we had to talk for 20 minutes about all the misunderstandings that were were out there. Um, you know, that happens with every single issue that we do. People, you know, they, they take a one little piece of information. And so, so I, so I agree with Kelly, I, I, it's an issue, but I, I don't know if there's anything that we can do about it other than, you know, just try to communicate as effectively as possible. And then when we do have situations like we had with the capital improvement bond, you know, take some type of action like a 20 minute, you know, statement to, uh, you know, set people straight. I, I, I mean, I agree. It's that it's an issue. It's a problem, but I, I, I don't know what we do about it. Well, I think what we did was the right thing. So in this case, um, regarding the the dance troupe. So I'm not taking up arms with the dance troupe. I'm just using right. it as an, as example. an example. So this misunderstanding could be miscommunication. So maybe we should take the protocol that you took, Bruce, and say, okay, look. You know, we had this dance troupe and here, here's our um, decision on it. So maybe they didn't understand the decision. Maybe they just thought they could negotiate. Maybe that was a misunderstanding. Maybe we weren't upfront to say, really, there's nothing we can do. Here's, here's our position. So here's, so, I mean, this might be the killer of careers, but I'm not willing to do every single, um, issue that we have a city manager that's in place to do the day-to-day -day operations of of what goes on and we, we selected her thinking thinking that she's going to be capable of handling those day-to-day -day operations and so everything that someone is not satisfied on they can come to council to discuss it you okay. know what I mean? 
And so I'm not, I still am trying to figure out how we as a council can correct something we don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? I think, I, I think no, the we way didn't. we correct it is just by improving communication. Doing yeah. The other things that are, that are there. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's my point. I mean, I think we should improve communication. Either we deal with it in the front end or the back end is, you know, frivolous FOIAs, which is what we went through last year and the year before, you know, no because FOIA is ever frivolous. Um, just FYI, that no FOIA that someone from our public wants to know about what we're doing is frivolous. But, um, and, you know, but we're recording that one. So hey, listen, um, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I know we're recording, but the bottom line is it takes energy to go through those FOIAs when clearly we've been forthright with information. We've been open when it comes to communication and what we do. We are not doing anything in the back door or in the room. What I'm saying, don't go down this rabbit hole, please don't. Because I'm not going down the rabbit hole. I'm just, I'm using, okay, we had plenty of FOIAs. I know what you think I'm talking about. I'm talking no, about- I'm, I'm just saying, I don't- okay. I'm, I'm not being specific to the I'm last FOIA. To be I don't, okay. I'm not to give anyone particular, I'm just trying to, to redirect you to say, FOIAs is a law that as a transparent, is being transparent as a government, you can do as much as you want to. There's no, I mean, that's why it's not frivolous. If, if somebody wants to come and FOIA something every single day about whatever, that's their right to do. That's all I'm trying to, and, not, and I'm not saying anyone specifically at okay. all. All right, I'm I think that. we're on the same page. I so, mean, I just don't want anyone to misconstrue what I'm saying. I was using right. that as an example. Right, so that's why I was just kind of just helping along. So okay. anyway, the uh, the one about the past misunderstanding, I want to know, and maybe I'm doing this wrong. When I'm doing goals, I have like some action steps um, behind the goals, and so when I see this correct past misunderstandings were possible, I'm just simply asking, what's the action step that looks that's behind that, or do we reword it to say something different? Okay, I understand that. So it could be one of two things. Our action step could be to take items into council to clarify communication, or we could reword it to say just that, um, clear up communications um, through the council session to finalize. I, st I, st I still think that, that this is a, a byproduct of improving communications. Yeah, improve, it improve is. Improve communications. I, I, I'm, in other words, I don't think that this is, I don't think it's, I think it's important, but I don't think it's a goal because improving community, if we improve communication, if we do the first one, which is improve communications with residents and local businesses, that should help reduce any other, any mis misunderstandings. Okay. Um, well, I guess, should we take out bullet two and three? I think so, because I think they're all the, I think both of the, all three of those to me are the, are the same. same. Yeah. Okay. I say we take it out. And so going back to what we were saying before, it's okay. So we improve communications with residents and local businesses. So our performance me measurements look like what? Well, I, let, let me ask. Let me ask another question. Our, is is our goal tonight to take these down to the next level, or is our goal tonight just to identify what the goals and objectives are? Especially identifying the goals and objectives. If we have time, you can drill down to yeah. um, as part of it. Um, but if 
if I'm hearing you correctly, I'm hearing that you want to continue to improve communication with residents and businesses. And a lot of things are already in place. There's always room for continued improvement. Um, so what might that look like? So we're, we're doing some technology enhancements. We're redesigning the website. There's already um, electronic newsletters that are going out on a very frequent basis. Um, the city um, administrator reports are now available on the website so that everyone can see those updates and, and get the information at the same time that the council is. So the one part that the council takes ownership of are the content of your meetings and the town hall sessions where you can also disseminate information. So and now we're making more use of the PSAs as another tool. So improving the website design to make info more easily accessible would be a performance measure for improved communications with residents, right? Yeah. Or another step, or that's another objective. I, I think that's another objective. I, I think that one should stand out on its own. But I, that is a, that is still a way to improve communications, is it not? Correct. So would that be a goal, or is that a action item. I, I guess it could be I could be either way as long as we don't lose lose track of it because I think I think that's that's an important goal. I, I, I mean I, I still find when I go to the website like you know somebody part of it was I was distracted because we were in a meeting but you know I got I got a text I got actually a couple texts and a Facebook message saying where's the you know where's the packet and, and I'm trying to do it. it should I mean there should just be like muni code should be like blaring on the front screen kind of thing. So I think there's ways we can improve the website. And we've, we've already started making some of those adjustments. Right, right. And I know I know that. So, so just, yeah, we can we can improve communications with residents and local businesses through a variety of means, including improving website design, something like that. So just to go through this so you get an idea of what my thoughts are, because believe me, I'm doing this in my private work, the same thing of doing goals and objectives because we're going into the second quarter is that you have your goal and then you have your steps and trying to delineate between which one's a step and which one's a goal. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to figure out. So improved communication with residents also would be a, a, I love the goal. And I think the step is the website. I think the steps are um, also town halls, which I would need to know more about. What does that look like? Is it town halls or is it more um, you know, opportunities to talk to the, the council, like, you know, coffee hours, variety of, because I know we tried that some years back. I don't know if you remember that, Pam, but it was some years back that we tried to do a rotation of coffee hours. No, it was you all. I'm sorry. I'm getting confused. I'm sorry. Is that, is that, is that what we're looking at? So. Yeah, those would all be steps of improving communication. Okay. And then the develop effective document management and paperless process, that would be a goal, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then what would be the steps to do that? That would be on you. Oh. <laughs> well, that'd be like that'd be like Municode and you know, the 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 maybe the budget software that we just purchased and you know that kind of stuff, technology. So technically for the first one, we just have two, right? So for the communications, I have the improving the, the website, the town halls, PSA and council coffees, if that's something you're interested in. Are you, is the city providing us the ways of having this? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, those those are those are examples. I'm sure there are many more that we uh -huh. can think of if we were to have a session to break these down into detail. No, I'm kidding with that. Just, yeah. No, I know. I know where you were going. <laughs> um, so, are we good with the first one for transparent, open, and honest government? I just thought about one. Does anybody else have anything? Because I feel as though, and help me walk through this one, something we have to do regarding social media because I, I feel as though people think that we are ignoring them when I get alerts throughout the day that somebody has tagged me in a message, but it has to do with like, you know, the actual city business. So I don't know if there's a way that we can do a goal or flush that out, what could be, no? I just, I say, leave it alone. I say, leave it alone too. I think it's just goading us to respond on villagers. Basically. Yeah. Like there was, there was one, there was one today, a big long one, um, you know, and I, I read it and I'm aware of it now. And it's something that, you know, I can talk about at a council meeting. If, if people want, you know, we, we tell them over and over again, you know, that Facebook isn't the appropriate place, you know, bring it to council. Um, and so if people bring it to council, I feel like I'm, you know, yeah, and and I think it's a little bit of an issue too, but it's something that we've talked about before. And I I don't personally have any new ideas on that. But if somebody wants to come to council and have some new ideas, we're ready to discuss it. But it's not an official channel. So right. my my question is is this, I guess is it where you know because there's a lot of organizations that are now hiring people, and I'm not saying hire anybody <laughs> before you you know say anything they're hiring people just to do social media should there be like a goal because that's where it tends to people tend to email or you know go on social media more to get their communications should there be something where you know to be open and and uh to have a transparent open and honest government is there a time limit of where if you see that it is a city affecting issue that there is a certain amount of time that the, the official city responds to social media. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yes, it does. It, it does make sense, but I, I still think, you know, we're, we're, we have an official Facebook page that's monitored. Um, so we are, we are doing social media. Um, we don't control, you know, villagers. Right. So uh, again, I think, I think it's, it's great to be aware of it and, you know, Cheryl and, and, or the city comments on on some things, but it's you know, it, it, it's and I think we've been very clear and we've we've said it many many times that it's it's not an official channel. We do some of us do look at it. They, posts may or may not be seen, um, and if you, you know, if you have an issue, contact a council person. You know, put on right. the Facebook page, the city Facebook page. Contact the city administrator. Um, so you know, I, I think. You know, we've we've gone down this path before, and it gets it's just there, there's the, the unfortunate it's a it's a catch twenty two because we've got a lot of residents there, but you know there's also it, it's it's an untamed world, right? Yeah, I would agree. I, I'd say this, like Scott Baker said, I think we should, you know, limit our activity on on villagers because it, it there is nothing good that will come out of that. I mean, we have our own Facebook page. And for us to even really, I, I hardly read it now because I, I can't, I can't, you know, 
can't monitor that and then expect an email. I mean, I'm just expecting emails or someone to respond to me directly, as opposed to reading that and having a, an emotional response and then getting an email. I'd rather just get the email and just be very um, forthright with the response and not be biased against what was posted. You see what I mean? It, it affects us so many different ways that people don't understand that, you know, we read that and it's like, holy cow, where'd they get that? You know? And then now you have to kind of like reel that back in, then you get your email. Then by that time, you've already, you already have this formulation that it's going a certain way. And I don't want that. I want to be as open and forthright with, with honest information as possible. So that's the long and the short of it. I wasn't really talking about us as individuals. Thanks for sharing. I was, I was really talking more or less the response from the city. If it's something like, um, you know, it's, are we picking and choosing what the official response from the city is on the villager or are we not going to respond at all in the village? Oh, that's a different conversation then. If you're saying, that's yeah, so from the city's perspective, we already have that in place, right? We, right. we only have one person responding and that was you, that's you. No. No. Though so, we don't no. have that in place? Oh, so two, two. One, one second. So let me try to explain what I mean. Like for the villager, there's, there is an official response from the city of Lather Village. That's when you see the little the icon, right? Yeah. On the villager. My question is, when it comes to being transparent, open, and honest, should there be a time limit around, are we going <laughs> to um, post to have something that directly affects, like, who shovels the snow on um, 11 Mile? Or, I mean, really solid questions there. Even though yeah. we're saying it over and over again in our council meetings, is there something that we should have in place that says you'll get a response when it comes to city affecting some, you know, not opinionated requests? I say if no, I it's, not, it's not an official site. If I could offer this, yeah. unless you're going to hire someone to dedicate all of their time to monitoring and responding, it's not practical to even suggest that. Um, the only timely response I could ever offer on a regular basis would be contact the city at. That would be the standard response. I think that, that, but that's, a, that's kind of like what I'm saying, get some type of order around it, because right now it looks like we're kind of picking and choosing. You see what I'm saying? There's, there's been a, so, I mean, like today there was a response, an official city response to it, but there's been other questions in there that no one's responded to. Right, and we we we've said that in the in the the announcement that we when we first started cover or you know decided that we were going to casually monitor it, we we specifically put an announcement out there that said we're not going to respond to every post. We're we're going to respond to posts. We're going to provide information on city events. We'll respond when we see things that are you know dramatically incorrect or if there's you know I mean we we basically said. We were very clear that we were, and this is what we ran through with, with Scott Baker. We talked about this at one of our meetings and, you know, Scott blessed it, um, that, you know, it, it's not an official site. We'll, we'll, we'll respond, you know, when we feel it's necessary, but we're not going to get involved. We also said that we're not going to get involved in conversations on the, um, you know, on, on any post. It's going to be more of a one and done because like Cheryl says, even, even to post, you know, contact the city. 
you know, that, that's still going to take hours of time because there's some, some days there are 60, 70, 80, 90 posts going on and it's difficult to find them all um, because people comment on other people's comments. I know even when I go to casually read it, you know, somebody will say, did you see the post that somebody put out there? And I spent 20 minutes trying to find that post. <laughs> exactly. So, so I, I just, I don't think that there is outside of, as you said, Kelly, of hiring somebody to do this. I don't think it's a viable yeah. Um, yeah, I think we just got to let it go, let people, you know, you know. But then you have to make the distinction between when are they trying to seek a resolution and when are they just venting and how do you make that, how do you discern the difference? And exactly. That's what I was, that's what I was about to say, Cheryl, is, is a lot of people go on there, they vent, they get it off their chest and they're done with it. They're done. Right. That's why we so, should stay in our own lane. Really? And for the situation today in regards to the speeders and the people blowing through stop signs, the response was then contact the non-emergency number, um, mm. which is the same whether it's a council member or a resident, contact the non-emergency number. Um, we, we don't have, you know, 20 cars out on the street at any given time to be that type of response to it, but, you know, we do try to address it as best we can, and we do have the radar signs out there. Um, but the question was more specific, can we do speed bumps? There are issues with speed bumps or humps or whatever you want to call them. So my question is not really, I mean, it's not specific to what mm -hmm. my question is. It's kind of like as a resident, taking my hat off as a resident looking at this page, it's where there is no, um, to me, it does not look like there's any type of um, structure around it. There isn't. And so yeah, I mean, it, so to be consistent, the only consistent response would be not to respond at all. That's right. my that's my question, and that's right. really that's that's really what my thing is. Either we're going to respond or aren't. It just kind of seems picky and choosy kind of thing. And so that's why I'm just saying, for transparent, open, and honest government, why are they responding on this one, but they're not responding on this one? I'm perfectly content not to respond to anybody <laughs> unless they come through the appropriate channels. Right. Right, and that's what we, we get said. the complaints about it. No, I mean there is no right. But the, the the reason the reason why we came about this, if you remember, was probably about two years ago now, was because we were running into situations where there was tremendous amounts of misinformation, and we wanted to try to get ahead of it. So we said, on certain instances, we'll we'll post to to make a correction, you know, to answer a question before you know an obvious question where the next step is it's gonna go down the rabbit hole and there's gonna be 90 responses based upon a bad piece of information. So we, we said we would, we would judiciously respond, you know, when, when it made sense, but we were not gonna participate, um, you know, uh, as, a, as an official, official channel. I, I really don't think we should change that. I mean, I think, you know, maybe, maybe the, the, the answer is we, you know, if through the, 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 the city ID, you know, put a post out once a month reminding people saying this, you know, reminder, this is a, you know, not an official city channel, the city will, you know, basically the, the, the post that we put out the very first time we started commenting under the city's name, we just redo that, you know, every four weeks, six weeks, so that people are reminded of it, and it becomes more ingrained as opposed to, you know, doing it once every year and a half or whatever. That might that might be a that might be a better solution. I think the issue went back four years because Pam used to respond to those, and it was like 
you know, Scott Baker said, why, why are we doing that? Let's just stay away from it. But I agree with you. Maybe we should have some consistent saying, hey, this is not an official site for the city. And if you need to air your grievances, contact the following people or post on this or whatever, whatever our protocol is going to be. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go back and find that find that post because I think I was the one who wrote it after we had that that council meeting. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, and then I'm going to I will let it go because I obviously there's not. Maybe it's just me today that's not knowing how to communicate effectively. And I'm trying really to, but when it comes to when I'm looking at the one goal as transparent, open and honest government, and then I sit and I look as a tax paying president and see that I, that I asked a question that I thought was very important and it wasn't answered, but then someone else asked the question and it was answered, it's not showing um, that we have any type of um, word any type of continuity in how we're responding <laughs> to, um, to you know the messages. So I do like the idea that this is not a page that you know that we're going to respond to, or we don't respond at all, or you respond to anything that's affecting the city. And that's okay. why I'm trying to stay under coming under the transparent, open, and honest. Let, let me say this. We have been an open and honest government. So if someone thinks we're not and they vent on villagers and it's inaccurate, then yeah, we we can address it. But I wouldn't I wouldn't open up a can of worms on villagers to try to yeah. respond. Yeah, I, I I would I would <laughs> what's the problem? I, I would I would say Kelly, I would say I honestly think that in the two years that we've been participating and it's close to two years now that we've been participating in villagers i think we've done a really good job of you know picking what to comment on and what what not to comment on you know staying away from the emotional um you know venting you know conversations and just providing factual information when when it's when it's necessary to you know kind of correct the ship so to so to speak and and to prevent you know uh, things from exploding, um, but again, it it it's just it's not. I, I mean, I understand your 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 comments about transparency, but I just don't. I don't think we should be considering this as one of our tools to judge us on transparency because it's not our tool. We don't run it. Right, it's, right. Let me let me ask Mayor Garrett this because I, I see you are uneasy with our <laughs> response here. So is it your Concern is that we're they the people on villagers don't think we're open and honest government and you you're trying to correct that or are you genuinely interested in saying okay we should have a presence on villagers to address any issue. Absolutely not in both of them what i'm saying is to have some consistency if you're going to if you're going to comment on villagers and it's a it's something speed bump road millage, you're going to comment on anything that is effectively that is something that we are dealing with right now, as in through council, or you have a question about speed bumps, or you have a question about um, what's the code for whatever. Are we responding to all of those or are we or are we not? Because it does not appear, and I'm not talking about the venting ones because I don't think that we should. I'm talking about the ones that sincerely are asking you a question. Are we just to have some consistency? 
That's all I'm asking about. Not about any, you know, and I'm just saying under, then I'm looking at goal setting. I'm not yeah, looking yeah, yeah. at things. Yeah, we understand. And so I'm just saying, should we have something as in when it comes to social media, we're not going to respond on non-sanctioned Facebook or social media sites, or it's going to be a response of you need to contact the office, or it's we're not uh, I, not responding, one response or respond to all of them. Okay, so so let me just respond this way. If we have new residents coming in and they're being fed into the Villager Facebook, then yes, we should have like a disclaimer saying this is not an official site. If you need any questions answered when it comes to government affairs or whatever, if you have a legitimate answer or concern or whatever, you contact the following um, you know, staff or or council person. I think that's needed because new residents that are showing up that are living in Lathrop and they're going to need that they're not going to know that when they log into villagers and see the stream of stuff going on right right they're hence, think hence it's, repeating that repeating that message yeah yeah so we yeah. should repeat it and, and I agree with that let's do that and, and, and Kelly I'll, I'll say one more thing and then I'll, I'll stop talking about the we can move on or you know sorry I mean the, the one thing I would say is if we don't respond at all like we were doing like we were doing before we're going to we're going to look less transparent, <laughs> right? Because we're 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 judiciously post or responding to again, you know, where it makes sense or when we see stuff, you know. And if that goes away, then it's I think we're going to look less transparent, not more I agree. transparent. I agree. You look really non-transparent with that hat, Bruce. I have to say that now, but yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. So that's all I'll say, but. Okay, we're done. Moving on to, so that. Yeah, <laughs> item number two. <laughs> you know, I, I wait till we're, not, we're not recording to say what I truly want to say, but I'll wait until we're not recording any longer. Okay, so the second, <laughs> there's only 20 to go. <laughs> the second item. <laughs> <laughs> dedication to service um, our primary duty is to the people we serve we are accessible responsive consistent and understanding <laughs> so, <laughs> provide assistance beyond our customers expectations and we find effective solutions to problems that are brought to our attention some of the um, goals and objectives associated with that that have been provided are improved operations through upgrades in technology maintain high quality neighborhoods and housing stock, maintain robust, attractive business corridors, promote a safe and secure community, develop and prioritize improvements to parks and playgrounds, improve quality of life for residents of all ages, continue improvement in response time to residents for any type of contact, increase code <laughs> enforcement. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> in um, business district, including a quarterly assessment walkthrough of every property, provide a maximum of one work week initial response, work day, I'm sorry, initial response to see click fix reports with an additional response every three business days until the issue is resolved, develop initiatives for blighted buildings and long along business corridors. 
So are some of those goals or some of those action steps, are there others or something redundant? So um, I did see something that was seemed like it was redundant. I really like to develop the initiative for blighted buildings along the business corridor, but I did talk to some of them and I know why they were blighted or not in use, but that's a good idea. Um, I also think it's really that goal for the provide a maximum one workday for C-click fix, because I went through it last night. And I think that that is a really good goal also. Um, I think the increased code enforcement, I wonder who wrote that, increased code enforcement in business district including quarterly <laughs> assessment. The continued improvement in response time to residents, um, I think that could have went into the other, the first one. And I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, I promise. I'm not going to say anything else. Oh, we understand. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think the, um, the, 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 the one that you said that you liked, which was uh, the, 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 where was it? Uh, about the, the 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 business corridor. I yeah. think the 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 code enforcement one. I think falls right into that because you know one one of the reasons why I think one of the main reasons why our business corridor looks so bad is because we've gone twenty some odd years without code enforcement, and so what ends up happening is. You know, you've got one parking lot where you know there's potholes that, that are just craters the size of the size of Volkswagens, and you know the guy next door, you know, starts to get a pothole, and he says, "Well, I'm not going to fix it. No, nobody's going to call me to account to it," and it just mushrooms. So I think, you know, we've, we it's been great that we've had a code enforcer, and and you can see, you can literally see the difference that he's starting to make. You were able to see it before he left us. And now that he's back, you're seeing it again. But this this really needs to not be a you know, a, a one-time only thing. I think if we do like a quarterly or three times a year where he walks every building in the in the corridor, then it's gonna, we're gonna start to get the, the reputation that we're enforcing things and things aren't gonna get let go. And it's gonna increase the, the you know, the, the improve the quality of the, of the business corridor. Right. <clears throat> so that was yeah. obvious, like you said, Kelly, you knew who that, you knew who wrote that one. So- uh, Well, unfortunately um, I've been walking the business corridor so i can totally um understand yeah. where you're coming from now and as much as i didn't want to keep agreeing with you about certain things i was like oh wow yeah i walk it every day almost every day and it's it's a nightmare i mean i get so frustrated ask ask rami he, he gets two or three uh c-click fixes for me almost every day <laughs> i saw yours i yeah. knew that they're yours <laughs> yeah, and, and, and just and, and just so you know, I haven't been walking the last the last week or so, so I'm 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 behind. I guess Rami would be very grateful for that right now. I saw you. So the one thing that I did see that might be um, um, what redundant was, and maybe it's not improve quality of life for residents of all ages and maintain quality neighborhoods and housing stock. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe the quality of life part 
should be like a subset of the housing stock part. Because I had a question on that. So what does that look like when you improve quality of life? So. Um, now, some know. of these were identified in prior years. And so mm -hmm. I just carried them forward for okay. you to determine if you want them continued to be we, here we or should, if you want to flesh it out more. Maybe we should or have it be a subset. I think both of them actually, the subset and the maintain how high, high, high quality neighborhoods and housing stock, I think that that could be flushed out more. I think if we're gonna do this, and I know I'm probably tired just as er like everyone else to really do the goals instead of just taking them forward, you know, because what is that, what does that truly mean, you know, or sorry guys, but I'm on a roll now when I stop. Uh, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just to, just to expand on that, you know, so maintain high quality neighborhoods and housing stock. So that this high quality neighborhoods and housing stock, does that mean, you know, any kind of cleanup or um, neighborhood initiatives to, to uh, make it look a certain way and or work with um, either owners of, of, of abandoned houses or houses that need, need improving. I mean, we, we've got to, We've got to kind of define that. And taking this a little bit further, the maintain high high quality neighborhoods, maintain, I mean, promote a safe and secure community, and then improve quality of life. Are those all three somewhat similar? Yes. Yeah, like I think, you know, improve quality of life, you know, you could, as a subset of that, you know, the right. parks and playgrounds, one could go in there. Right. Um, you know, the safe and secure community can go as a subset of that one. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think we're in agreement with that. So we don't need to do any more with that one. Right. I didn't hear any steps associated with any of those other than the code enforcement. Yeah, I mean, I wanted some steps for blighted buildings. I mean, what does that look like? I mean, if we're talking about well i'm just thinking of, of of process here you know it seems to me what we should do tonight is is try to come up with the goals and yeah. then you know we could have a, a follow-up meeting or actually then we we can rank the goals as a council yeah okay and then and then once we once we rank them then we can have a follow-up meeting to you know kind of flush them out and say okay well what is what does this look like if we rank this as our as a number one goal so we should you know, work on that first. Um, you know, what are what are the steps within that? Yeah. You know, because I, I think I, I think we're 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 kind of mixing mixing the I think the objectives of the meeting tonight and and I think I think if we separate it and just get the goals tonight, I think that that that's a good starting point. So let's back up just a, just a little bit more then about this. Is the goal tonight to establish the goals? Is just setting the goals and doing extra steps or just we're just doing the goals so we all are on the same page because i thought it was flushing it all out because i'm happy with just getting the goals together <laughs> yeah 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 i, I think i think we'll be here till midnight if we try yeah. to do the, the the action steps at the same time yeah let's just get the goals together okay so these goals that we're the ones that we're talking about right now they're going to be reworded and then sent to us or how that was like okay great Okay, moving on. All right. All right. This one. 
then I'll shut up for half them. You know, I'll just take a little point to stop doing my action items. Right. So if we see something that needs to be merged into something or a subset of something, we should just say that. And then we're going to obviously review it at another time. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Thanks. I say let's go. All right. So then I guess the next value then would be fiscal responsibility. And some of the goals that were submitted are support economic vitality to attract and retain local businesses, support city lawyers effort to keep the city from legal harm, maintain infrastructure, continue reviewing contracts, suppliers, business arrangements to ensure we are spending as little as possible for goods and services, review legacy contracts to determine if needed price price correctly. Yeah, we probably need something in there about the budget too. But yeah. that seems to be missing. There should be something in there about, you know, yeah, you know, creating a timely budget and, you know, sticking to it and, you know, identifying, you know, clearly identifying things that are outside of, you know, or things that exceed the budget or, you know, budget exceptions, things like that. Yeah. Um, so that's the question. <laughs> the continued reviewing of contracts to ensure we're spending. Oh, never mind. I answered my own question. What what is support city lawyer efforts to keep the city from legal harm? What is that? I mean, what does that look like? I don't. That one wasn't mine. Was that yours? Yeah, that, that was mine. Um, actually, well, it looks like what it looks like currently. So if we're doing it, we want to continue to do it, whether it's, you know, working hand, hand in hand with, with Scott Baker to, you know, gather documentation and or um, support any kind of additional work. Is that a leg, Susie? What, what's going on right there? What'd you say? And I know that look. It's a dog leg. That's a dog oh. leg. He's got pushy and wants belly rolls. I wasn't so. looking. Okay, sorry. Sorry. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I get um, so with that also, and this is a question sincerely, but um, would that fall under review uh legal contracts? Um, yeah. Well, no, no, I think that might be separate. Although it's it's closely similar so um because i mean it's one of you review legal contracts to make sure they're priced correctly but also to make sure that you know the legalese within it and and, and that kind of thing you know yeah it's pretty close so if it's close maybe we just do a subset And I, I guess I need a little clarification because the category is fiscal responsibility. So. Okay. So. Um, okay. So. So maybe maybe. Okay. So maybe the review legacy contract should go up where fiscal responsibility should be, like right under support city lawyer efforts to keep the city from legal harm. Um, and offer that also instead of legacy contracts to review all contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, we should move it up and then make that adjustment. Being fiscally responsible for uh, all of the uh, whatever you know the contract is for. Yeah.
Okay, so, so everything is staying and the only modification is to review all contracts instead of the legacy? Yes, you have to move it up to the, move it underneath the support city lawyer. The continue reviewing contracts and review legacy contracts seems to me the same thing now. Yeah, they're very similar. <laughs> yeah, so I thought we just said just review all contracts. Yeah. Just make it one, we'll review all contracts. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. Maintain all public infrastructure. Uh, um, and I'm, I'm saying being very specific only because I've had quite a few calls about the ditches and trees um, between the sidewalk and the street. So that's why I mean being specific or not. Say again, you're being specific for what? Maintain all public infrastructure or city of Lathrop Village uh, infrastructure. Oh, I, I see what you're. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So insert the word public. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, you lost me there for a second. Okay, you're right. We can do that. Oh, I'm afraid of the next one, but let's just keep finishing this. <laughs> okay. Okay. The next um, value is personal honesty and integrity. Each of us demonstrates the highest standards of personal integrity and honesty in public activities to inspire confidence and trust in our government. The suggested goals were update council rules and procedures, update board rules and procedures, code of ethics provided to all newly elected appointed council and board members, review code of ethics, that looks similar, to newly elected appointed council and board members attend meetings and provide ample notification for absences and when absent, watch the missed meeting on YouTube, read entire meeting packets before meetings, respond by agreed upon deadlines being time. So I think that the first one, update board and council rules and procedures can be combined just by saying, yeah. Uh, board and right right they're the same thing um the the other two added and review those are the same things yeah um so provide to new elected appointed council and board members and review maybe let's do a set time maybe um once a year review it yeah or twice a year or I don't know, but this um, time frame on that maybe. Didn't we do that before with all the groups together? We did yeah. it once. No, we've done it. I we've done it. We did it twice. The first two years I was on council, we did it, and then we had a. I think we had all the all the the groups together. Because I remember, I remember the first two time, the first two years we did it for a very specific reason. Mm. Um, and then yeah. the third time we did it was with, with when all the groups were together. You know, I think it was at a joint meeting. Oh, I see. Yep, that's true. So maybe we should say that we'll um, do it once amongst the council and then once amongst all groups. 
every two years or every year or every, every year sounds appropriate every year yeah okay now let's move to the, the 10 meetings and provide ample notification yeah so those were all mine um yes i could i could tell so that one shot <laughs> yeah so um but is that a goal or that's just the it's wish a list? goal it should it's be a goal but should it be specified i mean should it be um specific attend um meetings and provide 24-hour notice if you're going to miss a meeting so because it's in your um what's it called or quorum ambiguous of saying oh. be the person that's going to say ample notification yeah yeah 24 hour notice is you should strive for 25 i mean on occasion on occasion you know yeah things happen but but you know we've had so many instances where you know we get no notification or we get notification a couple hours before a meeting saying you know oh i can't make it and no you know yeah and then the other the other things i mean it's it's painfully obvious that there are times that that packets haven't been read um we don't start on time just meetings tend to not start on time um we have deadlines um you know for example the, the, for this whole exercise here last time nobody met the deadline um i shouldn't say nobody somebody did but um but yeah i mean it's it, it's it's hard for us to be effective if if people aren't meeting deadlines showing up for meetings and not reading their packet and um that's true. so i think that needs to just be reworded attend all scheduled <laughs> meetings and provide 24-hour um notice of absence absences and review the material however you want to review the material before the next meeting I might want to give some leeway on the 24 hours, maybe 12 to 24. And I'm not, that's not for me. I'm just saying, you know, maybe a little bit more flexibility. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Just, I mean, just if, has to be, if, there has to be some right, responsibility. If right. If you're professional, you're going to contact Cheryl 24 hours before anyway. If you have a last minute thing, like, hey, sorry, I can't make it because of this issue. Yeah, it's still it's just yeah. the reason why i'm saying 24 hours or at least you know at the beginning of the day is because there are people that set their schedule based off of what we do in the evening right so the right so it's just being um conscious of other people's time too so yeah. if someone is setting some time apart you know from the family their work schedule whatever to be somewhere and we're sitting there for 15 how long was that before 15 20 minutes and no one shows up then it's like i could have done xyz and it's just being conscious of other people that are taking the time out to be there that's why i was just suggesting either 12 to 24 is fine i mean just if if it's an emergency i mean straight up and i'm not trying to be i can't use those words i'm not trying to be mean is to say emergency like an hour before you should provide a doctor's note I mean that's how that's how much is starting to irritate me and you know being stuck in a seat i think we all are in this situation maybe not bruce but you know stuck in your zoom seat for eight hours it's just it's, oh it's getting old real oh fast. yeah 
I mean, I've got Zoom googly eyes because all day long. I'm like, geez, crazy. I, I get. Yeah, so I was. I'm the one that's a little bit picky on that one because I was yeah. not the other day. I was tired. My eyes were burning, and you know. Yeah. I'm gonna just keep pressing that one. Um, one approach might be to say something like assume personal accountability and then right. he's yes. under that. Right, yeah. Um, and also meet the deadlines if you're unable, and I'm just saying, because I don't know how to, this needs to be kind of wordsmith, um, meet all established deadlines. And if you cannot, again, a 24 hour notice or some type of notice to let us know, we're not gonna get to what we need by X time. Right. <clears throat> and I think this all, I'm sorry, this might all be falling under personal responsibility because the last one be on time is, just let somebody know if you're, you know, I'm having computer issues. I can't log in as it is right now. Yeah. Or I'm traffic, just being conscious of other people. I am coming, you know. Yep. I agree. That's why it's called personal honesty and integrity. I won't keep complaining about it. Though. All right. If you're ready, the next one is excellence. We continually pursue excellence by being creative, professional, taking risks, showing initiative, and being committed to our team. In this pursuit, we support continuing education and training for all team members. And the two items identified are to register and participate in training offered by MML and other organizations, subscribe, read journals, organizational organizations, and periodicals, and some were suggested. I think that those who are straight to the point, I would flush that uh, second one out about subscribe, read. Well, subscribe, read the journals to organizations, to periodic. I think that's a great idea. Keep yourself up on what's going on. Bruce is the poster child for that one. I have it right here though. I do go through it whenever I'm not on my Zoom. We never write about me. right, right. <laughs> Those are good. Teamwork. Uh, all right, we are a team that emphasizes high levels of trust and cooperation and commitment to excellent communication <laughs> with the organization. We encourage employees to exercise independent judgment in meeting customer needs through professional behavior that is consistent with our values. And the goals were identified as provide teamwork opportunities to city staff, such as workshops, cross-functional work, social outings, and provide cooperative education opportunities to student residents, paid or unpaid. So I think those are good. Um, I have one more that is probably going to make people scream because it just made me think about it and I forgot to add it to it. But I've noticed that we've never done a retreat as a group. And um, I think that we talked about that when we were trying to be a more cooperative group after um, that last incident. And um, we just never did it. So, and I just noticed, and I'm not trying to, you know, totally copy, but I noticed that uh, Southwell takes their council, they have retreats together for, you know, different trainings and you all are looking at me like 
What that, is the what does the retreat look like? Is it like we're hanging out around a bonfire and we're saying <laughs> no. I never did the following or I don't know what a retreat looks like. I don't I even know what Southfield does. It, it's more it could be self development, but it's all together. You know, to to build team. They have team retreats where you can um, develop professional development, personal development. I'm trying to think. It's, it's we used to do it through whatever job I had that you would do it um, usually towards the end of the year and then go do something else afterwards. You all are all looking at me like whatever. No, but I've never, no, it's, 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 I, it's, you know, it's I've fascinating. Been through many of those. I mean, you I, know, we did them when I was working, we would do those things two or three times a year. So, yeah, I just don't know what it looks like. I mean, just I, I'm listening because I want to understand it. Well, Susie offered to take you all under the rope. Um, what? <laughs> do the what? I know all about what you're talking about. <laughs> Those are high ropes and low ropes stuff. <laughs> I used to do all the high rope stuff where we can go monkey around in some trees. It'll be great fun. <laughs> are you talking about over at the um um the thing in West Bloomfield? Uh tree runners. I mean I've never been there. That's not where I I used to work at a place called the Howell Nature Center, but we had the same sort of yeah, obstacle course. Yeah. <laughs> Those are fun. Uh, Ian, it's kind of like, have you ever done any Leadership Oakland stuff? Oh, uh, not really. It's, that, oh, well, It'd they start, they kick that off with a, with a retreat, so. Okay. Well, it's only weekend retreat. I'm just talking about we can just do it for one day. Because for the Leadership Detroit and Leadership Oakland, they go away for a weekend mm -hmm. they fill the teams the excuse i forgot don't i have two people on the call right now that went through that right mm -hmm. <laughs> go ahead i'll stop so yeah. it's basically exercises that are for leadership development team development mm -hmm. um some of them are to build trust like you may have to go through a wooded path area one person can talk and one person's blind and you can't say words, um, you know, and so you have to guide each other through obstacles. Yeah. Some of it's problem solving, like how do you, how do you get from one particular obstacle to the other side of the obstacle within these constraints, you know, it's so. You can't accomplish it alone. Right. And so, yeah, so now they're all popping into my head. There's also the, uh, what do they call it now? The um, the uh you know what are those rooms called escape rooms yeah yeah my team fell mm. <laughs> guys are screaming at each other or what you just couldn't the guy said came in i was like seriously <laughs> 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 um but yeah i just thought it'd be fun if we did some type of uh trust um or team development so but i'm hearing it on two levels i'm hearing for staff and then i'm hearing for council yeah. Are you considering those two separate things or something combined? Probably two separate. Okay. It would be fun for all, but we don't have direct access to staff, so it would probably be better to be. Yeah. And and they're two different teams. I mean, they work together, but they're two different teams. Yeah. And we'd have more fun without you guys there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that hurt. Which is fun to be here. All right. 
The next one is a humane and diverse organization. We are a humane organization that honors diversity and protects individual rights. Open communication, respect for others, compassion, and a sense of humor contribute to our positive working environment. We make every attempt for every employee to reach his or her full potential. We value cultural and social diversity and that is reflected in our community. And we welcome the changes and new perspectives that this diversity brings us. The two goals that were shared were appointments to boards and commissions reflective of the cultural and social diversity of the community, hiring practices of the police department reflective of the cultural and social diversity of the community. Maybe uh, the extra thing would be um, hiring practices in all departments. Right, right. Yeah, you can combine it. Well, not combine it, but just say instead of hiring practices in the police department, hiring practices at the city. Right. Because they are they are two different. The two bullet points on there are, are different. Okay. Let me ask you a quick question regarding the boards and commissions, right? So typically, uh, if someone's interested in a, a seat that's vacant and they apply, they typically are selected. So should we try to flesh out what those requirements should be for boards and commissions? I'm not sure I understand the question. Okay, so when you have a vacant seat and we have someone, a resident or this person or whatever that would like to apply, I mean, obviously we get their background information, but may, maybe it's not a good fit, but we still they still sit on those boards and commissions. I know we're a small community, but is it possible for us to at least look for certain criteria in order to say, okay, this person may or may not be qualified? Well, that's so, what we do. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, when it comes Are we doing that? Because I, I, don't, I didn't get that impression. Sure. So, like I'm. I'm go ahead, Kelly. <laughs> it comes to me. They are comes to me and Bruce, and um, we go over them. We look at the resume, we look at, um, well, if they provide a resume, we look at what they fill out and that's how we determine who should be brought forth to the front, you know, to um, council for recommendation. Okay. So it is happening. All right, all right. Thanks for pointing that out. No problem. And I, I, I do want to add the one thing that has change procedurally is that um, there's not a legacy seat on the boards. So whenever a term is up, they're posted and the okay. current occupant is encouraged to reapply, but it's not a just rubber stamp that that's going to happen. Right, right, okay. It didn't happen for the planning commission, for example. Right, yeah, that was my next uh, question there as far as legacy, but thanks, thanks for clarifying. Okay, and the last one is other. And some of the things that were offered were um, continue best practices in maintaining city grounds, parks and entrances, code enforcement classes. How do I maintain my ditch and culvert? As an example, identify 
cross-functional opportunities, police officers and code enforcement as an example? Um, maintaining city grounds, parks and entrances, isn't that gonna fall? Then we have that under something else. Um, I'm not sure. Gateways and entrance signs are going to be under the DDA, if that's your maybe what you're thinking of. I think you're thinking of, of dedication to service where it said develop and prioritize improvements to parks and playgrounds. Maybe that's what you were thinking. Would it fall under there or a separate? It could definitely fall under there. Yeah, you can move it to that one. Code enforcement classes. Uh, would that either go under excellence, teamwork, or where are you looking, Kelly? We're at the bottom where it says the other categories. One was yeah. code enforcement classes. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Oh, I was just going back to looking under the values of goals to see where that could fall at. Okay. Instead of it being, I'm assuming the reason why they're over there is to figure out where they go or they're gonna be their own goal. It would probably go under dedication to service because there's other other similar things in there. That's where we had a bunch of other code enforcement ones. And then the last one also would that follow suit too? Seems yeah, I think so. That was that was my suggestion. I mean, it seems to me. And I know we I know we talked about this a few years ago when I was you know made the some presentations to try to get uh, a, a code enforcer, but. Uh, you know, it seems to me that, you know, the police are driving around, there should be some type of handshake between the police and the and code enforcement because they should be seeing things right and left that they could just refer to the, the code enforcement. So maybe we made a mechanism to do that. So that's, that was what was behind that suggestion. I think they're good suggestions and just trying to figure out where they could follow up. Yeah, so those, put those in dedicate, what, what did I say, dedication to service? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, both of them can go there. Okay. All right. So we finished that one. And if we could just touch on um, briefly the other document, which was on performance measures. And that was more on the department level so that we could start incorporating in the budget document um, baseline performances and start measuring it going forward. So, Trying to find it. Is that in Muni code as well? Yes. Where is that? It would probably be about page eight or so. Is it in the link? Is that what you're saying? It should be. Okay, hold on a sec. I was looking to see if I had it. And the first page is city council. I'm still looking for one second. I don't know. You're saying it's in the link 
that is the Zoom link. And what page? You said eight, right? Oops, hold on. So if you go to the agenda, so the first page and item B, and then there's yep. a link there. Yep. And that should take you to the document. Yep, I got it open. Somehow I lost the um, agenda. So. Looking at page eight. I'm so at finance and budget. Council, Say again. For the city council, as you see, it says provide high quality public services and infrastructure that meet the needs of local residents, value and build a desirable and vibrant community for residents, businesses, and visitors. And then your performance goals that are suggested and you can modify or delete or add are um, looking at the number of meetings, special meetings, ZBA meetings, town halls, ordinances adopted, resolutions adopted, proclamations, subscribers to the e-newsletters, um, users of the city's Facebook page, joint meetings with Southfield and Planning Commission and DDA. So those are things that can be measured. And we also add in joint meeting with uh, Beverly Hills and Southfield City Council. Anything else? Uh, do you have anything regarding the annual meeting with um, the road commission. I don't see that there. I think we have an annual meeting with them. Okay. And, and if, is that feasible? Should we do it twice per year or just trying to get some input because we haven't, haven't been able to do much with them? I think setting a goal of annual would be a huge jump. So. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's fine. I'm just asking. You can always exceed it, but. Yeah. Let's Anything see. else on that? Um, Believe it or not, I'm still trying to find the actual agenda, so. I don't know what happened to it. It's, you don't see it in the chat? Oh, no. The link? Got it. Okay. Um, I'm doing something else. Oh, this your, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing, yeah. I gotta take minutes on municipal code. What's going on? Did I miss something? I'm looking at the document. Oh, quick question on the first page. Um, do we have a uh, a refresher ZBA training scheduled and should that be scheduled? No, you don't, but yes, you should. Because we the last time we went was two years ago, I think. 
you are definitely due for a refresher. Um, <laughs> yes. And that was in Pontiac. We all I will. Um, I have a conversation um, scheduled with Jill for some time tomorrow. So I will. Okay. Um, I will add that to the list of things that she and I need to touch base on. And um, we'll find a day for you. For you all. Uh, do you want that under? I'm sorry. Do you want that under performance measures or back on the other document? Uh, related to I need some report on that. Measures. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Because we already have. Yeah. Performance okay. measures. Because okay. you have the number of ZBA Board of Appeals meetings there. So. Okay. Might as well add it there. All right. Anything else for your own? performance measures which one are we on page eight no what was the first page sorry yeah which was page which was page seven so now we're on page eight. Oh, sorry let me scroll down then okay the next one is community and economic development the planning and zoning I won't read it all out loud to you, but if there's anything that you want to add or modify, you can let us know. Uh, let's see. What's what CEDD? Community and economic development. development. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks. So this performance measure is for who? Me. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Corey's in there too with the TDA stuff. Correct. Okay. She's down there a little bit more. I don't see uh, anything related to charging stations, which is going to be very critical in the, in the next three years for this city. That can be parks and rec. Okay. <laughs> we, I mean, charging stations, we can, we can add that. We, we, that would probably be under zoning okay. changes, right? So. Yeah. Well, maybe we should state zoning changes to um, accommodate e-mobility. I think that that sums it up, right? Yes. I mean, that's one way to sum it up. I would just say, because I know that's something that we talk about in the master plan, which is why it's uh, worded the way it is, right? Yeah. Um, to make it broad enough to fit like a whole smattering of categories, right? Right. Um, right. I mean, if you want to add it in there, that's more specifically. All right. If nothing else there. The next one is street paving bond projects. And the performance measures are the reports and status of the projects, um, having the information available through all of our means, um, tracking the progress and invoices and developing and implementing a project plan for special assessments and those notices and hearings that are required. Just a quick observation. I'm not sure if we can go back to the next the section before. I'm not sure how cell phone towers 
um, applied to Susie's goals, but we know there will be it will it will be a key player in e-mobility as well as um, just technology in general. So do we want to add something in there to investigate further how it will affect the city or um, how to expand on usage of cell phone towers, something like that? Was that private or public? Well, we own them, so it... But no, we don't own them. We... I thought we owned one of those. They, we 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 provide a. You we lease, lease we, we lease, lease the property. The, you lease property to allow for the towers. Yeah, I thought we had an an issue where they a company wanted to purchase the cell phone tower from us. Right, but that never went anywhere. Right. So we're still we're still in a lease agreement with them. Okay. All right. Well, um, I don't know where this should go then. Help me out. Are you talking about building more towers, Ian? No, not building more towers, but um, sounds like you're saying adding capabilities to the the towers. But again, that that's the, we don't own those towers. Those right. tower, towers are private, so that, I mean, it's I don't think it sounds like it would be one of our initiatives. Okay. Again, I think you're talking zoning changes, right? And like things to make sure that whatever whatever goes in on those towers, you know, is is capable of advanced stuff, right? right. But I I don't know if I don't know how we actually can enforce like you know, I don't even know, like, is it 5G? I, I don't know if we can enforce that kind of right. um, improvement at those towers, right? Because those, right. like Bruce was saying, those are um, private and private towers and private investment. Right. Okay, we can table it, but probably can discuss further. Because I don't know either. I mean, I just know it's going to impact the city. I just don't know in what regard. I mean, we, it can be part of um, like the next, one of the next projects that Planning Commission is going to work on once they get through um, the cannabis stuff is a zoning audit to see where elements of our zoning ordinance may need to be mm -hmm. tweaked. Um, so, I mean, that can be one of the questions that we pose to, to Giffels and say, hey, we're, you know, how, how would you suggest we incorporate these kinds of things? Yeah. So could the performance measure be around updating the zoning ordinance to reflect new technologies? Yeah, that's a good approach. Just wanna make sure we capture it. I mean, if, it, if nothing's needed, then at least we, we talked about it. Okay. And was there anything else in going back to the street paving projects? Um, I 
I think you captured it. Yeah, that's good. All right, and the next one are the capital improvement projects. You know, basically the same, which makes mm -hmm. sense. It does. Okay. The next category is downtown development authority. And that's looking at um, the commercial landlord and business licensing procedures, increasing the volunteer base, enhancing social media outreach, um, the distribution of the grant funds that we're getting through the county and state and federal government to the local businesses and promoting placemaking and streetscaping enhancement and increasing the number of new businesses. I think you got everything. I don't see anything that can be added there. All right, special projects, also known as Corey. Corey's, <laughs> mm. whatever we came up with for Corey to do in addition to everything else. And that's producing the weekly e-newsletters, um, producing quarterly Your Town Magazine, the um, periodic print and video updates from the DDA for the businesses and assisting with updates on the website. Mm. And um, just so that you know, she was the one that had um, put together the layout for this upcoming edition of Your Town and handled that entire process. And it should be coming out soon. Oh, and nice. she's the one who's putting together the layout for the e-newsletter. I send her what I want included and anyone else and uh, I do a final review, but it takes a couple hours off of my, my day. So it's been a tremendous help already. Yeah, that's great. Okay. The next category is the police department and Chief McKee looks like he's still here with us. Um, continue with the Power DMS, um, that's the online training and the taser um, contracts where we're doing ongoing renewals, purchase a new vehicle to replace an older one on a rotational basis. The guardian tracking software for early intervention for employees. Um, Purchase Police One Academy subscription for virtual training classes. Focus on hiring qualified police candidates, preferable with experience by enticing them with lateral pay incentives. Enroll in the accreditation program through the Michigan Association of, I don't know what the C is, police. Purchase portable radios to be compatible with a new countywide radio system that's in a state of um, getting ready to do some upgrades. Um, recruit and hire candidates reflect the diversity of the community, monthly updates on transparency dashboard, monthly report to city council on activities, um, alarm summary, radar traffic sighting readings, officer ticket activity, work with architects on completion of the department space study, work host at least two community education engagement events a year, and provide city administrator with monthly report on accomplishments of the department. Thinking, um, should there be anything regarding diversity training? Diversity or um, what's it called? Um, De-escalation or something? Right. I think that that falls under the the virtual training classes. We would have to look at that schedule. Am I not seeing the virtual training class? It's it's a bullet four, the top.
we can drill down to include. Okay, Chief's mic isn't working. Oh. If you can hear me, Chief, you want to call me on my cell phone? Yeah, I think it might be covered under the under bullet four. So I think he's saying yes, it is covered. Okay. He just text me. Okay. I mean, it may not be economically feasible because I understand those courses are expensive. Okay, he's calling. Hold on. Okay. All right, you there? Okay. And now I have you on speaker. Okay. All right. So, did you want to comment? Yeah, the first thing I wanted to comment on, Cheryl, is uh, that was one item I missed in our uh, our budget meeting today, and that was the applying for accreditation. Uh, that's accreditation through the state of Michigan, through the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police. Um, that cost to do that is $1,500. So I would need to add that to our, our budget item as well. Okay. What that does is that gives us a year and a half to get all our policies and procedures in order, provide proofs, have an outside agency come in and do a mock uh, assessment of our department. And then the state accreditors can come in, do an assessment, and as long as we pass, we would then be uh, accredited through the Michigan Association Chiefs of Police. Okay. And um, your department has been working on getting some of those ducks in a row. Yeah, we've been working uh, long and hard on this uh, yeah. for, for quite some time, uh, just trying to get things together. You know, part of that was doing the uh, the uh, property room uh, audit and uh, cleaning that out, and uh, you know, getting everything straight. So we've been working towards this the last couple of years, and we feel in July we'll be ready to go and start being able to dedicate uh, you know more time to this. Along with this accreditation, I mean, it, it addresses everything. It addresses our hiring practices. It addresses, uh, you know, the use of force. It addresses transparency. It, it addresses everything that you would that we are facing in media, and that's a hot topic in law enforcement right now. It addresses all of that. Yeah. Okay. That's very helpful. All right. Any additional questions for the chief while I have him on the call? Yeah, just one regarding, um, uh, well, I want to say drug use, but um, I think some of the training addresses how to um, um, treat someone that's, you know, being affected uh, by some sort of overdose or whatever. I think that training is also um, in that uh, in that realm of uh, training classes online, right? Well, so we've done some overdose training with the Open County Health department. Uh, all of our officers are issued Narcan for yep. heroin overdoses. Um, we do, you know, we show up on scenes with the, the FD and we work closely with them. Um, but yes, we're always looking for training classes, whether it be uh, you know uh, coming across someone with mental mental health issues, um, uh, dealing with you know elderly folks, dealing with overdoses. Uh, we're now putting out a. Uh, Putting out a form of community, we just finished it for 
anyone in the community that has a uh, a, a resident that uh, has any type of uh, you know mental issue, especially geared more towards younger people that may run away from home or uh, you know uh, anything that they would uh, come across that would help the department uh, address it if we were to run into one of these individuals. Uh, if there's any type of trigger, if they don't like to be touched, or if they don't like loud noises like a siren, just anything like that that we can put out and try to give our officers as much information that when they come to a resident's house, they're, they're fully aware of what's going on or what the situation they, they might come across. I appreciate that. The The one item that I think Councilwoman Stallings brought up a couple months back, and um, I'm in agreement, is human trafficking. So we know in our minds, we know what that looks like, but also human trafficking could consist of uh, massage parlors and things of that nature. Is there any special training for that, or is that along the lines of virtual training as well? No, there's definitely uh, advanced training in, in human trafficking. And um, the fact that we have a couple of uh, massage parlors popping up, we're definitely looking into, um, you know, what kind of training we can uh, address or, or gain whatever knowledge we can, because they have their own kind of issues uh, surrounding establishments of those natures if, if they're not on the up and up. Right. Okay. Thanks for the input, Chief. Appreciate it. Yeah. So just, uh, it sounds like you have a question about the virtual. A lot of this because going outside to an outside agency or an academy, it takes them away from the city. Um, it takes extra time, extra fuel. And then we, uh, you know, we have man hours that we've got to backfill with. So trying to address this since we've become virtual and we're looking at things in a different way, trying to look if we can do an annual, one year annual subscription to a virtual academy. There's a couple, there's Police One Academy, there's another one called Virtual Academy, which we're looking into as well find out which is going to be the most cost effective, but it will also give us the ability to do training while they're on duty for, you know, smaller things like maybe hazmat training or um, maybe a legal update training, things like that that will address maybe in short segments, like 20-minute segments where they can actually do it in the station on duty, and that way it's a win-win for the department and the the officer, and they're not, they're not going on their off day, things like that. So I'm, we're just looking for different ways to to get education as least expensive as possible. Understood. Appreciate the input, thanks. No problem. Thanks, Chief. I'm going to disconnect now. Okay, then I'm, I think I'm free to go because once I got the, once I disconnected, I'm not sure if I can get back in. All right, I don't think there's <laughs> anything else that's impacting you. If not, if it is, I'll call you back. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, so the next one is Parks and Recreation. Um, and the two broad categories are programming and community building, looking at having at least three classic events or programs a month, um, engage 20% more households from underrepresented neighborhoods in recreational programming, host at least one event or activity at each neighborhood park. On the community building, partner with at least one community group for each major Lather Village event, host um, at least four community park cleanups, and host at least one community service project. 
Sounds good. Okay. Sounds That's sounds good. aggressive, which is good. Yep. Do you have anything in there to address um, social distancing? What's the protocol? <laughs> it depends on what the CDC and the MDHSS says that 24 hour okay. period. Should, should we add something like that? You know, uh, maybe CDC mandate for social distancing um, within parks and recreation activities? Um, that might fall better under the building and grounds. Okay. So that there's this clean and safe environment yep. component and it applies to more than parks and recreation. Okay. Okay. What a good point. So anything else for parks and recreation? Oh, it's covered. All right. Then buildings and grounds, there's the three broad categories of clean and safe environment, tracking systems, and building review. Under clean and safe environment, um, less than three safety incidents per year passed in my annual kitchen inspections without any corrective actions system in place to solicit feedback from building users. So is that where you would like to add um, adherence to uh, the CDC standards or something? Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. And under tracking systems, I to put in place a mechanism for tracking facility maintenance requests and emergency repairs and projects and a 90% response rate to facility maintenance requests within 24 hours, which is real ambitious with this building. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, building review, general building inspection um, to complete that, and inspection reviews completed for major building systems. And those are listed. Okay. Nothing else? No, that's covered. Okay. And then the building apart department, which includes code enforcement, looking at uh, identifying the best practices and then establishing the baseline for year one because we haven't had those in place. So this would be the identification year. Um, do a measure between building safety, BSNA and C click fix and making sure that the information is consistent. Satisfaction of residents with code enforcement to develop and disseminate a survey tool as well as provide a report. A monthly report on inspections with status to council and DDA, articles in the quarterly Your Town publication, articles reminders at least six times a year for the e-newsletter, and respond to posts on C-Click Fix within one business day and update the file when the file is closed. I, I would just, for that last one, I would just say respond to initial Okay. posts on c-clicks fix and then i would say to be consistent with what we said earlier with the objectives and up in the objective session and update and update every three business days until oh, file close. is closed mm -hmm. i like the articles for your town and and uh and the e-newsletter i think any anything that we can do to get code enforcement you know more visible is just going to help you put that in the back of people's mind. Oh, I can't do this because it's a code enforcement violation. I might get caught kind of thing. Mm 
Yeah. Uh, he's working now on um, a special publication or at least an information packet for residents as well as I've convinced him to do a PSA of some sort. So <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing you could have done is let me know that there's a green screen. There's going to be a lot yeah. of... <laughs> Told him he'll have a cape and we'll call him Captain Code Enforcement. So. <laughs> That'd be great. You know, we could do something where, where I'm doing something wrong and he can come in and sweep, sweep down with his cape and say, No, you can't do that because. Right. I like it. Make it fun. You're right. talking about Rami, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He got me. He knocked on my door and said, Hey, you're not supposed to have firewood on the side of your house like that. And I, I was in the basement and my wife uh, said, who are you? Show me your ID. <laughs> and he showed his ID. I was like, oh man, I forgot all about that firewood. So that weekend I split wood and <laughs> stored it away. <laughs> Completely forgot. <laughs> so but see, I'm not exempt. <laughs> I'm not exempt. So. <laughs> all right. And let's see, for the building department uh, in the areas of permits, inspections, licenses, to provide a monthly report of all permits issued, inspections, license issues, issued, um, establish a baseline for timeframes for applications to time that the permits are issued, identify best practices for the first year, implement a plan to inspect all businesses annually or semi-annually. We just had a, a team meeting in regards to that and the building official and the fire marshal don't think they can accomplish an annual inspection. So we're trying to figure out if it's going to be every other year or even every three years and rotate among the buildings, but we have to drill down on what that's going to look like. Measure compliance with business licenses and landlord and rental licenses and update rental building file to implement um, rental inspections and annual inspections. So was there anything you wanted to add to that? No. Okay. Nope. All right. And clerk elections. Looking to recruit and train elector workers for each precinct. Maintain current safety standards for election work sites. Maintain separate folder and post on websites for re resolutions, proclamations, ordinances, public notices, and minutes for the council and Planning Commission on Muni Code meetings. I think Yvette's on the call if you had any specific questions. Nope, that sounds good. Nope, that's good. And the Finance Department produce monthly financial reports for City Council, invest all cash in conformance with adopted investment policy the quarterly investment report to council, establish and monitor bond funds and projects, issue timely payments, timely payment of invoices, monthly bank reconciliations for all accounts, timely tax proceeds disbursements to other governmental entities, update the chart of accounts in accordance with state requirements, address any outstanding audit findings and comments, and reduce the number of water billing complaints and billing adjustments. Actually, that just, this is probably, well, it kind of fired a neuron in my head. Do we, unrelated to our performance measures, but do we have a, a mechanism in place on, on when the water bill rate increases? 
Up, oh, you're on mute, Pam. Well, it's with the adoption of the budget, so you include that in what you adopt, and it becomes effective July 1st with the start of the new fiscal year. Okay, so so I, so the what we approved is for uh, what I'm what I'm talking specifically about is the capital capital improvement bond increase. Okay, it will be adapted with the budget. Okay. Any other questions on that one? Nope. Then human resources, provide training and cross-training for staff on BSA, BSNA, and point and pay. In fact, there's a point and pay training tomorrow and produce new employee orientation packets. The next one is, um, Public services, so DPS, also known as Safe Services, uh, meeting weekly with the city administrator to review the projected weekly job assignments, work orders, maintain an inventory of materials, um, the catch basin maintenance, um, that's a requirement from the state to inspect annually along with the cleaning from April to November, then monthly reports and different housekeeping. So there's a number of things that we just need to have make certain that they are providing the information that we need and they're performing um, the required maintenance and repairs. Anything? The cable channel LVTV um, to provide services, a monthly and annual report, regular programming, for the council meeting and all of our meetings, special programming, including video snaps, news events, public service announcements, and any additional services that are requested. And the last two are the city administrator and the city attorney. It really isn't anything for me. Okay, maybe not. Okay, recommend the budget <laughs> and amendments. Uh, maintain a balanced budget, monitor monthly water loss reports, review new vendors um, list monthly, produce monthly city administrator reports with council packets, monthly meetings with staff, conduct annual performance evaluations of our department heads and direct reports and review annual self-evaluations of performance evaluations of all employees. Is there anything you wanted to add for me? Not sure if you do it. Should there be some type of um, measure in response to residents? And that was for anybody who would like to. Answer. Yeah, no, I think I think that's I think that's good. I think anywhere so where we can respond within one business day. Yeah. Yeah. Do any means contact? <laughs> well, you know, all joking aside, respond with the way that you responded to. Does that make Sorry, sense? That? Respond by the via the same mechanism yeah. that you were contacted by. Okay. Okay. Well, let me say that if it's something that's verbal. 
if I have the means of documenting it, yeah. I, I try to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, for that, kind of like what happened with um, what Ian's first uh, example was with the ballet um, place, I can't think of, studio, I'm sorry, um, is, and this is just something that I've done a lot where if it's something that's not a good outcome when it comes to a conversation it's this follow-up you know with a good meeting you or a good meeting with you and you know um what was stated and it's in an email and you see see uh me or bruce on it um and i definitely did the documenting part yeah, um, yeah. i did not necessarily share the information because Sometimes you don't even know it's an issue until somebody says it's an issue. Right. So. You know, I just, and this is just what I do personally when it's a, when it is a response that somebody's not feeling or doesn't mm -hmm. like, I just tend to send it in CC, like a director or somebody on it, because it's like, I don't know where it could go nowhere. But you know what? You see that I did respond and this is what the conversation was. There's this, you know, I guess this is the, the, Ajos, I don't want to say it, so I have to wait for that Do one. I? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I could get 20 communications a day or more, and it may sound, it's like, so this is where we are. Let me know what you think. And I don't hear anything else. So I don't know that it's an issue until it becomes an issue. Um, so, but I, I can definitely make more effort to Share. No, it's just the abundance a, of information that the residents kindly share with me. Well, <laughs> hold back. Tell us how you really feel. Sharon. I mean, it's not, I think 24 hours is good. The same mechanism that you're contacted. And I'm just saying that, you know, when we're talking about kind of like uh, what Ian was talking about from the very beginning, just trying to figure out ways to squash misunderstandings from the beginning. And that's just an, an idea. Mm -hmm. um, of what to do. And some of them, you know, you might know immediately if it comes from a particular organization that that organization is, is it's, you know, you know. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. And the last one is the city attorney. Um, there really hadn't been anything in place in terms of assessing his performance. <coughs> So it seemed like a good time to have that conversation. And um, looking at what that might look like is provide a written feedback within five business days of a request. Provide reports on tax appeals and status. Um, provide draft of ordinances within 30 days. I have a question. Okay. So provide written feedback within five business days of receipt request. Who is that regarding? What is that regarding? Who is that regarding also? Well, myself and any department head or even um, an elected official may ask for information from our, our legal counsel, but there's no parameters around expectations in terms of a response. I, I would say three days, five days yeah, seems a little five long. business days is awfully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say three. Okay. And that seems long, but yeah. All right. And then the um, last one is um, for prosecutions. 
to provide a monthly report on closed cases or files, including the charges, the case, um, the offense and date and uh, the disposition, um, not including the individual's name to identify it since it's a public record, but at least so that there's some um, record of what's being done relative to prosecutions. If that is okay, or if, is there any? Yeah, that's fine. To change? Yeah, I think that's good. I don't know if we're missing anything here. Um, you know, over the last couple of years, um, you know, we ran across some ordinances, and even the really the city manager criteria, for that matter needed some updating. So do we continue to like knee jerk this thing? So like if we run into something then we address it through the legal counsel or should we have it be an ongoing thing where, you know, continuous improvement of zoning ordinances and, and um, policies and procedures that should be updated consistently whether it's annually, quarterly, two years, whatever. I think that's um, excellent. I, uh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. I think that's an excellent idea. Um, go ahead, I'm sorry, Cheryl. No, I was about to say the exact same thing. And that's essentially what's in place for the zoning ordinance um, through the planning commission. They go through that process and identify some of the, you know, the, I don't know, the low-hanging fruit are the, the hot issues that need to be addressed more on a more timely basis, but still having a long-term plan to look at different areas. So okay. it would make sense to have something similar for the city attorney to work on for the city codes and ordinances. Yes, I agree. But I mean, um, yeah, I, and, and my question is, is that him or is that him and us to identify what ordinances or what subjects are we going to be doing this year or, you know, whenever? Yeah. And I would include staff because we're often the ones encountering the opportunities for improvement in our code language. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but, um, so establishing the process and the, the initial ones that need um, more immediate response and some that can be more in the longer term would make sense. Okay. That's all I have. Anything else? You have dinner for us? No, we don't get that anymore now, do we? To me, it should be at least, at least. At least a gift card. Once a month, we should get some type of box. We lunch. get something. I mean, Bruce likes walking the corridor. Just hand it to Bruce. He'll walk down yeah. the corridor. I'll, del I'll deliver. <laughs> He'll deliver. I'll pick it up. I mean, <laughs> we should have something because we are now, and I mean, I'm joking, not. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you are not joking. And, and just, you know, it was, it, it's, what's that commercial? Free, free, free? Free, free, free. We oh, are speaking, for free, free, free. <laughs> so, so speaking of, uh, well, food. So Jersey Mike has uh, a, you know, 100% of their um, proceeds or I shouldn't say proceeds or sales will go to a a um, charity. 
Um, so you guys might need to look into that. I think that may be tomorrow or Thursday. It's tomorrow. So please look into that. For who? Just in general, if you want to, you know, take a carry out for dinner, do it. So it's tomorrow? Yeah, 100%. They're not technically in. Are they in? Yeah, that's yeah. Lathrop. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we claim that. Okay, we'll keep it in. Tomorrow, the 31st? Yeah. Yeah, it's tomorrow. 100% of the proceeds. No, I'm sorry. I was just, um, I received something for a meeting. But let's get back to the free food. So we haven't received any free food in a while. <laughs> right, Mayor? Well, the mayor's having a food distribution on April 2nd. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot to tell you that. After oh, man. Oh, Lord. Not that we, we're not going to forget about not us getting, you know, us not receiving any little box lunches that have like potato chips and sandwiches and like an apple or something in it. That was a great hint of what you could send to. I hear you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, to tell you all, uh, Bruce and Ian is that I finally, finally got in touch with someone, um, that, uh, will be doing the food distribution again on April 17th. Thank you for reminding me because I forgot to post it and I forgot to make a flyer for, going to be, um, it's going to be at Lathrop, like we did. Oh, it's going to be in the parking lot or, mm -hmm. oh, okay. Same place. Same place, same bad okay. time. So um, I am really excited about it because that was really, when I say that that was a begging situation and massaging situation, <laughs> massaging figuratively, figuratively um, to, to get that done. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, drop the mic now, why don't you? I really did because you know there's so much more, but I see that recording thing in the left corner, so I'm not gonna say any more than we'll have it on the 17th. <laughs> okay. Many people What's don't understand that a lot of things are the work that goes on in the background to make it happen can be considerable. So. That I'm just saying that that was it is not just you know it took a lot of text messages, emails, phone calls. And it was just by, I'm telling you, it was a fluke that I just reached out to this one group and she was like, okay, we'll deliver it tomorrow. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm just going to um, not say oh, that's anymore. Good. That's good. All right, well, yeah, thank you great. for doing that for the residents. And um, before I let everyone go, I want to mention that Congresswoman Brenda Lawrence has extended an invitation to any of the communities within her district to apply for some of the community support funds. And we are trying to do that. We just found out this week and the applications due Monday. Apply. Yeah. My understanding is that we were supposed to get, not apply. Well, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm reading, I read, I'm being Well, I prefer reading. that language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But anyway, we're trying to put together a, a grant relative to um, the police department in particular, because, you know, this whole space expansion 
it's quite yeah. costly and we haven't figured out the funding for that yet but there's a lot of technology and equipment associated with that so we're looking at one of the grants grants possibly the cops grant in particular to apply for that and we're looking for letters of support and so i'll draft one for um probably the mayor and mayor pro tem to um, submit oh, with the application which is due on monday okay <clears throat> but anyone else who would like to do a letter of support we will welcome them the more the merrier how much is the grant we're um what i put together is about three hundred thousand. Oh, nice all right that'll work that will work Lots going on. Oh, good, good. Hey, Susie, uh, before we dash off, I, I probably need to call you this week to talk about the spring roll and all that. So, okay. You know, we got a couple months, but we got to try to get it organized somehow. I you know. do realize for the spring spring roll that a lot of the roads will be torn up, correct? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll be a tour of the construction Lath future. Lather Boulevard is going to be all right. Yeah, Lather Boulevard will be fine. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Santa Barbara is going to be torn up. That's going to be the, the, the main thoroughfare that'll be torn up, but then you'll have, you know, bits and pieces everywhere else. Hey, I have two questions. <laughs> you brought up the Santa Barbara thing. Um, I don't know if you know that when I back out of my driveway, that is Santa Barbara. So do we have a idea of what that looks like? Are we? It's, they're they're working on it. I mean, there's there's there there will be, you know, depending on depending on which street you're talking about, there will be anywhere from about two weeks to four weeks of, you know, uh, hell basically for the, the residents. I mean, we're we're looking. You know, uh, Scott Wrangler is currently working on trying to figure out what to do about postal service garbage um you know we're, we're hoping you know just some of the things we're thinking about hoping that parking you know parking can happen on the adjacent street and people will be i, I guess he said the last time we did streets here you know people were very um accommodating allowing allowing people to cut through people's backyards to you know get from parking on the opposite street to get to their own home Things like that, but he's he's work he's working on it. And uh, this is going to be fun. So yeah, the so department is lenient in terms of um, issuing tickets for right. people parking, you know, overnight and things like that. Right. So he's he, he, when I talked to him, Scott and I drove the potential streets for year two construction um, late last, well, actually last Friday, and we were talking about that. So he's he's working on on those kinds of uh, issues right now. Well, the second and, you and we'll do out. we'll do what we're going to do our uh, you know we're going to talk on I think I think we have a meeting scheduled for Thursday to talk about uh, points for the first PSA um, and uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll probably talk about that so in the PSA just to kind of let people know that we're thinking about it and we'll have definitive plans. I have a question. <laughs> oh, please go ahead. I do. Have is that one. is that PSA going to be run on villagers? <laughs> It'll be announced there along with many other places. Okay, just thought I'd ask. Yeah, I turn. <laughs> Go ahead, Kelly. <laughs> Never mind, because I'm not gonna do the repeat. Um, my, my question is, um, 
I remember we did have some complaints about um, when we do the uh, Southfield corridor cleanup. And now I'm taking my directions from Bruce, but because I am walking more, I have noticed that there is an overabundance of trash that's on the uh, on Southfield, you know, for the businesses. And I'm just wondering, are they being, you know, and maybe because I'm not that, I don't use the click fix as my, much as my counterpart, but is that where I should be putting stuff or are we going to be kind of, you know, letting the, the businesses know that they need to, now that the snow is gone, it stays away. That's me knocking on wood, um, that they're responsible for getting out there and cleaning their stuff up. Well, that the, the, that was the gist behind, I think it was probably six weeks ago at this point, maybe even a little further back of, you know, we were, the idea was we were going to send them a letter, all, all the businesses, a letter regarding, you know, trash that trash is, you know, we've been lenient. We're not going to be so lenient anymore. And, you know, we do have code enforcement. And I, I think I brought that up the last meeting and I think Susie or Cheryl was going to be working on it. Um, so I don't know where we stand on that. But, but you're right, C-Click Fix is where you should be reporting it. And this all, that whole idea for the letter came about because I was reporting trash, you know, uh, issues like you're seeing right and left, so. So uh, I'll forward the monthly report that Ronnie submitted that he would, would not normally get until the April meeting, but um, he addresses some of that, but I'll also let him know that there's an ongoing situation with some of that trash. But I know he's been working with the businesses on that. Yeah, and are we working actively on a letter? Yes. Okay. Yep, Corey and I, we're on it. She's, uh, and she'll be including it in our next e-newsletter or information on it. Well, it, I don't think it should be an e-newsletter. I think it should be a letter that goes to all the all the businesses. Right. I'm just saying in addition to. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping, I was giving you the benefit of the doubt on that one. I was like, no, they wouldn't just put it in the e newsletter. That's not, that doesn't sound like that would happen. But thank for the clarification, because um, I guess, you know, you just need to go out and take a walk to understand Bruce, right? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I speak. I, 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 I'll have you, I'll have you know, I, I, I really resisted bringing up uh, parking blocks because. But here's the thing, oh. I almost brought them up, but I was like, I don't know, because I've been like messing with you so much, but. Now that I have been out there walking and I almost tripped, which I'm like, no way if I fall and hurt myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not to mention, I forgot, Susie, that we have to talk. I had to break up a little tiff, as I've told um, um, Cheryl already at uh, Jagged Fork. So. Oh, oh. yes. I, yes. Mm. Oh. I don't specifically know about that tiff. But I understand that those situations maybe um we're in their heads again. So so the one person has hired an actual um a tow truck to sit there on the weekends. Yes. Oh, wow. Behind the building. And it's just it's 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 gotten and all yeah. I want to do is just walk and enjoy the day. But you know, yeah. Yes. Hey, just one quick question to Bruce. So when we start the Santa Barbara um, reconstruction on the road, uh, is and maybe you can take this back to Scott. So if, if there is a 
an issue with the road that may require a C-click fix. Is, is that the, the avenue we're gonna use? For example, if, if a resident sees something that could cause damage to a car or whatever, um, are we gonna utilize C-click fix or do we need to just contact someone specifically or should they contact someone specifically? You mean during the construction? During the construction. I mean, they can do, they have a myriad of ways that they can contact the city. They can use C-click fix, they can call Cheryl, they can send okay. an email to any of us, you know, same, same, same as any other issue. Okay, all right, all right, thanks. And there's also an online form on the website for whatever your concerns are. I added one on the city, I added the city administrator page. And on the city administrator page, there is also a way to share whatever your concerns or comments are, positive okay. or negative or questions. So we're trying to open up all possible venues for reaching out. All right, sounds good. Okay, no slow roll this year then. Well, you can still do it, you just have to be. You just need to go slowly. That's that's all, you just need to go slowly. Okay. Just need, need, to, be, need to be creative, you know, and, and there's no, if I remember correctly, there's no uh, there's no construction this year south of 696. Okay. All right. Good. So, you know, so you 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 can do it. I'm just saying you're just going to need to you know be creative when you create the route. Yeah. Okay. No problem. Oh, and well, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I just had. I forgot that I was gonna bring something up, but I'm just going to just not do it here. So, because, yeah. All right. I'm not saying anything else. For real. <laughs> okay. Well, guys. All if right. Public comment. Nothing else. Then. Um, public comment. Oh. There is no public. There is no public. Okay. Was that a question or was that that was a statement? I just didn't want you to close out the meeting without having called for it. Oh, we have zero attendees. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Hope you all have a good night. Um, Thank you. Happy, Happy Easter. holidays, whatever, if you celebrate it. If not, have a great weekend. And we'll all talk uh, soon. soon. Take, a, take a break. Right. See you guys. Either. Yeah, bye. See you, Bruce. Take care. Yeah. Bye now. Bye, Pam. Take care. Bye, Cheryl. Bye.